Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is a gentleman that when he came to San Diego, I known the reputation, didn't know a lot about him. But after I got to know him, uh, I'm a big fan of his. He uh, left the Padres, went on, and took a job as the uh, head man there, as the general manager with the New York Mets. Now, uh, after a real health scare, he's back uh, working with the Oakland Athletics, and that's uh, one Sandy Alderson. Nice to join us here on 97.3 The Fan. It is so good to see you. I'm glad everything's going well. Thanks, Coach. It's great to be with you. Uh, so uh, tell me about your job with the Oakland Athletics. You got out of that rat race there with the New York Mets, and I know you <laughs> love all this stuff, but uh, you were going through a health uh, issue yeah. uh, with cancer, and you're, you're a cancer survivor now. You're back with uh, Billy Bean and the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, what goes around comes around. I uh, um, you know, left the, the Mets uh, largely because of some health issues and uh, uh, maybe even some issues on the field. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, Billy was kind enough to call, so uh, I've been working with the A's the last year and have had a great time. And a lot of people there that I still know besides Billy, uh, but Dave Force and the rest of the baseball crew. Um, and uh, so I've really had a lot of fun. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Bob Melvin, the manager, and um, so I've traveled with the team, done even done some things I wasn't able to do before, uh, a little amateur scouting and uh, get out to the minor league clubs maybe a little bit more. So. Uh, I've had a good time. Sandy Olerson, our guest here on 97.3 The Fan. Sandy, how's this game changed over the last decade for, from your standpoint? Well, I think it's, you know, it's, it's changed quite a bit in terms of um, how organizations are managed. Um, you know, I've got a lot of uh, less traditional type uh, executives in the, in, the, uh, in the game, which has led to a tremendous reliance on data and analysis which honestly started i mean we, we were doing it in the early 80s but not to this extent uh and as a result i think it's led to a certain amount of group think everybody's got the same data everybody's got the same information and not surprisingly everybody comes to the same conclusion um i think there's a real awareness now and this this i think is reflected in player movement um of the risks of uh, future performance as players get older and uh, I think if there's any one piece of information that governs how people think it's the aging curve that's why you're not seeing with the exception of you know the very elite free agents clubs are just not jumping um, on those available players uh, that's why prospects are so valuable in their minds it's all about youth and uh, predictability of performance so um you know, it's it's a it's a it's different over the last ten years, but I think it's the culmination of a kind of an evolution that's taking place. We're visiting with Sandy Alderson now, working for the Oakland Athletics. Our guest here on ninety-seven three, the fan. Tell me a little bit about Marcus Simeon. I remember when he uh, first broke into the big leagues. I think you were probably uh, either uh, finishing up here in San Diego, or you just taking the job with the Mets. And he was an awful major league shortstop. I mean, he couldn't field anything. And I know Ron Washington worked with him, and you know, to see him uh, go where he was to where he's at now, he finished third i think in the mvp in the american league this year talk a little bit about what you've seen in his development because it's really a great story 
Well, Marcus is a is a tremendous player, and I think the reason he's gotten to the level that he has is because he's also a tremendous individual and very committed to his craft. He's worked hard at it. Uh, you mentioned Ron Washington, a uh, really famous uh, infield instructor who was with the A's for many years, and I'm sure Ron had a big influence on him. But a lot of it, too, has to do with um, Marcus himself and his work habits and his, his diligence, his commitment to getting better. Uh, and, you know, that's not always enough. You've got to have some talent, too. But I think he's, uh, he's really grown as a player. And, you know, one of the great things about watching Oakland play is um, uh, the defense that they um, reflect day in and day out. And he's got Marcus at short, Chapman at uh, third, and Olsen at first base. I mean, they're, they're a joy to watch. And I know San Diego's got a good shortstop, too. Unfortunately, he was hurt a little bit last year. But... Um, great infield defense and you know Marcus is the is the key to that and I think that um, in addition to how good he is on the field uh, he's really the team leader too that's a young team very young team Um, uh, all of them comparable in age and kind of at the same point in their careers Uh, the number of years of service for example that they have Uh, but I think he's clearly the the guy that uh, uh, they look to. What, what are the Oakland A's looking to do this off season? I mean, we're getting close to Christmas right now, and uh, you know, I'm sure Billy and uh, the rest of the staff, along with yourself, you guys are you're always talking to different organizations, and you may not have anything in, in general burning right now, but all of a sudden uh, something could pop up now that is consummated in January. But where do you guys need to think to be able to take that next step? What do you need? Well, just as an example, we led the. I think we led major, the major leagues in blown saves last year. So um, uh, we really need to take a hard look at the pen and make sure that that's uh, you know, back where it should be. We got a great season out of uh, Liam Hendricks. Uh, Blake Trinan, who was great in 18, uh, not so much in 19, and he's now a free agent. But I think the bullpen is an area where um, um, – we we are looking to improve and then i think too we're a very right-handed club if you look in the infield it's basically all right-handed uh catcher all the way around the horn uh with the exception of olsen and then in the outfield so we need to get a little more left-handed offense as well i got to ask you uh, about the hall of famers that were put in i know you were on one side uh, once upon a time working for major league baseball and the uh you know obviously the agents and guys like marvin miller were on the other side your, your thoughts, Ted uh, Simmons, who you know well, uh, Ted uh, gets voted in yesterday by the Veterans Committee, but Marvin Miller finally gets in. Your thoughts on that? You know, I really can't talk a lot about what took place. Um, uh, obviously, he got three-quarters vote, and so from that standpoint, um, I'm happy for him and his family. Uh, same is true with Ted. Um but beyond that, I, I, it, it's hard for me to comment without, um, you know, infringing on the confidentiality that uh, surrounds this committee. Well, that's uh, very fair. Now, let's break down Sandy Alderson's job. Yeah, during the baseball season, uh, you're living in Florida. You and your wife are living in Florida. Uh, you're traveling around with the ball club. Uh, you do a little bit of everything, which I would think would be kind of fun. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it is fun. It uh, gives me a lot of flexibility. Billy and Dave Forrest have been uh, great about that. So, you know, I'm in Oakland from time to time. I go on the road with the team. Uh, <clears throat> I've developed a pretty good relationship with Bob Melvin. Uh, and then I get to do some things that, um, you know, 
especially in New York, were difficult to do. So I get to do a little amateur scouting and what have you. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a professional scout. I, uh, <laughs> I readily admit that. But, um, you know, I've been around long enough so that uh, um, at some level I can recognize talent and it's fun to go to the ballpark when it's uh, 105 degrees in clear water or something of that sort. But uh, I, had a, I had a great time last year. We're visiting with Sandy Alders. The last question I'm going to have for you, you talked about how the game has changed and, you know, a lot of people are coming into the game that really haven't been a part of the game, but they're, they're smart and they, they are able to look at numbers. If you're a president of a ball club, let's – back in time you're you're running the Padres you're the head man what are you looking for in a young general manager now if you were to hire one well I I think that uh you know there are a lot of components but I think uh being smart is is important um and regardless of whether you're a baseball person or an analytics person or uh something in between I think just being uh uh a smart guy or woman is is an important (laughs) criteria now in terms of experience um i think that uh first of all having experience in the game is really valuable uh if you don't have experience in the game then having an understanding and an empathy for the people who are in the game is really important at the same time i think that um uh, if you're have more of a baseball background you have to be conversant in this in the in the numbers, because the numbers are can be very predictive of the future. Not every number is, uh, but um, being uh, facile with uh, with the numbers and understanding what they mean. The key thing ultimately is being able to blend the numbers with the uh, more subjective information, and uh, um, that's the tough thing to do. Everybody says that's what they do. But that's the hardest thing to do is, okay, how do you take these raw numbers and then blend them with something more subjective to come up with uh, a decision? Some people don't even try to blend. Uh, But there are very few people in the game today who are strictly baseball and ignore the numbers. There are a lot of people who just take into account the numbers and ignore the baseball side. And I think that's dangerous. So, uh, you know, for me, the key is figuring out how to take the best of both worlds well i'm sure you're going to be very busy it's great to see i'm glad uh, health-wise you're doing great and uh, thanks so much for the time and always a pleasure my i, I got to be honest with you i remember at, at the hall of champions one uh, once upon a time i i i came up to you after we were sitting there and they were having an award ceremony and i said you know sandy you and i would probably disagree on how to put together a baseball team but you and Paul D. Podesta, when Paul was here, you guys taught me a lot about those numbers. And I really appreciate that. And uh, I've continued to try to, you know, not just be the old school guy, but try to learn because it does tell a story. Well, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's probably the most important thing, and that is to not dismiss the other point of view. Try to understand it. And then once you understand it, then you can try to pick it apart because it, there's no absolute uh, on either side of this equation. But one last thing I'd like to say, I really had it. I really enjoyed uh, San Diego. I enjoyed, I mean, the organization was terrific. John Moores was terrific uh, to me and to uh, all of his employees. And uh, I just loved living in San Diego. It was a great time uh, in our lives. And uh, I'm happy to be back out here because I miss it.
A good man right here, uh, Sandy Alderson, uh, now working for the Oakland Athletics, giving us a little time this morning here at the MLB Winter Meetings at the Manchester Grand Hyatt. Sandy, uh, continued success, and hopefully I'll catch up with you over the next few days. All right, take care, Coach. There you go. Uh, Sandy Alderson, uh, again, uh, joining us here on 97.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.